Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Grow in Knowledge podcast. I am Misty Umholtz, and my goal is 2 Peter 3.18, to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ, because whatever we apply ourselves to in life is what we will become better and stronger in. This is true for anything in life, and it certainly applies to the Bible, our faith, and spiritual matters. May you be blessed and challenged as you listen. Hello, everyone. Today, we get to talk about how to renew our minds. We are told in Ephesians 4.23 to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. But what does that mean? Well, the next verse says that we put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Colossians 3.10 says, put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. 2 Corinthians 4.16, this is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. In the message on spirit, soul, and body, we learned that we became a new person in our spirit the moment we became born again. So how do we renew the spirit of our minds that is in our new man? Well, Colossians 3.10 just told us to be renewed in knowledge. So we renew our thoughts by getting them in line with God's knowledge. We must know how God thinks, which is contrary to how man thinks. Romans 12.2 Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. The NKJV says it this way, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Renewing our minds is like peeling off one layer at a time to get down to the core of us, our perfect spirit made righteous and pure and holy, just like Jesus. Some of us have years and decades of layers to peel off. Those layers are full of the worldly ways of thinking and philosophies, and also the religious traditional ways of thinking taught in some churches. What knowledge are we supposed to renew our minds and thinking in? Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Colossians 3, 2. Set your mind on things above, not on things on this earth. Philippians 4, 8. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. This next passage explains how all of this works in 1 Corinthians 2.10. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. 
but we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the spirit, using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who are not spiritual cannot receive these truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. You might be asking yourself, how is that possible? How do we have the mind of Christ? Remember, in our spirits, we are made one with him. 1 Corinthians six seventeen. But the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Colossians 2, 8 through 10. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Philippians 2, 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If we have the mind of Christ in our spirit because we are one with him, how do we access that? Think of body, soul, and spirit as layers. First, the knowledge of God's word enters through the outside of us, which is our ears on our bodies. Then it goes on to the inside of us, which is our hearts and our minds, our soul. Then it goes to the inner depths of who, who we really are at the core, our inner man, which is our spirit. 1 John 2.27 But you have received the Holy Spirit and he lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the spirit teaches you everything you need to know and what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. One of the Holy Spirit's job is to lead us and guide us into all truth. Jesus told us in John sixteen thirteen through 15, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. This is why it's important that we are in the Word of God, so we can hear what the Spirit of God is teaching us through the truth of God's Word. If we are not in the truth, then we will not know the truth. The word of God is how the spirit of God renews our mind in his knowledge and truth. 2 Timothy 2, 7. 
Consider what I say and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. We need to consider what the Lord is saying. And how do we find what he's saying to us? In his word. That means we need to read it, hear it, believe it, accept it, know it, so we can meditate and think upon it. That's how God gives us understanding in all things, by renewing our minds in the knowledge of the truth of God's word. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. What we need to do is let the truth of the knowledge of the word of God that is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, which is Jesus himself, get into our physical bodies through our ears. Once it enters our ears, it goes through our thoughts and our minds, and that is where we decide if we want to reject it or accept it, to let it go down into our hearts to take root. Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. This verse doesn't say think in his mind. God cares about the true beliefs in our heart. Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Our thought life is what determines the seeds that are planted in our hearts. Whatever we sow, we will reap. It is in our hearts that we plant the truth of God's word, which is the incorruptible seed. But only if we yield, surrender, and submit to the power of it by obeying it and having rich soil in our hearts, which means a soft heart towards God. Then the word of God penetrates down into the deepest parts of us. Seeds cannot grow on hard ground. Read Mark 4, the parable of the seed and the sower explained by Jesus. If we let disappointments in life turn into offenses towards God and we distance ourselves from him, this will cause a hard heart. If we're too distracted and drawn away by the things of this world, it will also cause a hard heart. The more we renew our minds with the word of God, the more our thoughts line up with Christ. We have the mind of Christ in our spirit. We need to allow and yield to the Holy Spirit to do his job and lead us into all truth through the word to uncover the mind of Christ by peeling off the layers for us in our souls. The word of God goes through the body, which is our ears, down into the soul to reach and access our perfect new spirit to draw it out. Proverbs 20 verse 5. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. It is when we allow the knowledge of the truth to get deep down inside of us that we start to see real change. God did his part 
when he made us a new person in our inner man through Christ. Our part is to renew our minds so we can think and act like him. Everything needs to come in perfect alignment under the authority of the truth of God's word. Our spirit is already there. It is already made new and perfect just like Jesus because of what he did for us when we became born again. And this is really a miracle. We are all walking miracles. Next, we need to get our soul, which is our mind and heart, our thoughts and opinions, our feelings and desires in alignment under our spirit. We do that by renewing our minds according to the word of God and letting the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us into all truth. This is a process. Romans 8, 5, and 6. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Skip down to verse 9 through 11. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit. If you have the spirit of God living in you and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the spirit gives you life because you've been made right with God. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. This is so amazing. We have the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living in us and giving life to our mortal bodies, but only if we allow him to. We need to ask ourselves, what are we thinking about? Are we thinking on things that bring fear and anxiety, negativity and worry? All of those things bring death to us. Or are we thinking about things that are pure and true and noble and excellent and worthy of praise? This is what will bring us life and peace. This is why John says in John 3:30, "He must increase, but I must decrease." We already have all of the Godhead living inside of our spirits. We need to let him out. It's similar to a dam stopped up. If you remove the floodgates, the water comes rushing out. It's not that we get more of God. He gets more of us. We already have all of him, all that he is, all that he's done, and all that he gave us living inside of our spirit. We take the hindrances and blockages out of the way, which is in our hearts and minds, our souls. The less of us, the more of him we have access to, or he has access to more of us, and he has freedom to flow out of us. The less of our own wills, desires, thoughts, feelings, and emotions, the more of his. The less of our hearts and minds getting in the way, the more of his heart and mind and spirit we operate in. 
Acts 17, 28. For in him, we live and move and have our being. Lastly, this is what renewing our minds will bring us. Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep him in perfect peace, all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Remember that word peace in Hebrew is shalom. It means well, happy, friendly, welfare, health, prosperity, peace, favor, and rest. We can have this kind of perfect shalom peace in our soul and body when we renew our minds to the word of God. We can literally transform our lives on the outside by simply transforming our thinking on the inside. Practically speaking, how do we do this? Remember Romans ten seventeen, Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. What we think about is directly related to what we are hearing. Read the word of God aloud to yourself. Listen to others preach the word of God to you. We can fill our minds with the word, which will fill our thoughts with God, peace, life, truth, and his spirit. It is possible to train our minds to be fixed on him, to bring every thought into obedience to his word. It's all a matter of what we are putting into our minds. We can't keep a bad thought from coming by, but we can keep a bad thought from staying. We can literally tell it to leave. If a thought of negativity, irritability, bad mood, discord, fear, resentment, offense, etc., you call it by name and say, say aloud, I submit my thoughts to the word of God and you have to flee in the name of Jesus. Our thoughts come from three places, ourselves, Satan, and God, but they all sound like our own voice. We need to learn to discern where our thoughts are coming from. The problem is we have been like the frog who slowly boiled to death by water on the stove. The lies and deceptions of this world have slowly infiltrated our thinking and therefore affected the way of our living, even influencing our churches and Christian leaders. It has been so slow and progressive, we don't realize how far away we are from the truth of God's word. There are many research studies done on the power of our thoughts, what we think about, and how we think determines how we speak, feel, act, respond, and our perceptions on things in life. If we want to transform our lives on the outside, it starts on the inside with whatever knowledge we are feeding our mind to, th to think about. Whatever we put in us is what will eventually come out of us. If we want a life of peace and life, then we need to fix our thoughts on God. Whatever we put into our minds will eventually come out of our mouths and actions. First comes the knowledge of God through the word of God. That's how the renewing of the spirit of our mind takes place, which then has a chance to take root in our heart and out of our heart flows the issues of life. That's where our words and actions come from. We can say it this way. Hear, think, accept, believe, know, obey, submit, act, 
do, and live. To renew our minds, we hear God's word, we think about God's word, we accept God's word, we believe God's word, we know it, we obey it, we submit to it, we act on it, we do it, and we live God's word. We sow the seeds of the truth of God's word in our hearts. Then we reap the benefits of the Spirit's life and peace in our minds. As I wrap up, my prayer for you is from Colossians 2, 2, and 3. That your hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Until next time, may you experience and know all that God is, all that he is in you, and all that he has given to you. Goodbye.